Welcome to Hash Time with Navguzi Chuanuka. This is a place where we help you unravel social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health, emotional well-being, and everything in between that directly or indirectly affects us in the millennial world around us. If you're hearing my voice for the first time and are the kind of person who is not scared of being a better version of yourself even if it requires you to contradict who you were 24 hours ago, consider this your virtual home. I'm your host, Navguzi Chuanuka, and I cannot wait to engage with you in the various conversations. For our launch of the May episodes, we have Jomwe Jeff Jephthah. He is the kind of artist whose unwavering decision to pursue art started at an early age most of us were barely sure of what we would be as adults. Jomwe believes that for one to reach exceptional heights of recognition, talent should go hand in hand with hard work. He brings to us many gems in this episode, so without further ado, let's get into it. Jombwe Jeff. Yes, yes. Jeffta. Triple J. What is that thing they used to say in math? Cubico. Welcome to Hash Time with Nabuzi Chuanuka. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. What did you anticipate when I invited you? I'd say talking about my life. Oh, yeah. Having a conversation, mm-hmm. getting to know each other, mm-hmm. and also sharing a few things. Yeah, you're not yeah, getting yeah. to know each other. You're not going to ask me questions on the podcast. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this no, is your no. moment to shine. <laughs> you're going to shine your shine. <laughs> Definitely have to shine. Let us know about who Jumbo is. Ha, that's complicated. <laughs> Jumbo, Jumbo. The easiest explanation would be a creative with a busy mind. A creative with a busy mind? Yeah. How busy is your mind? The kind that gets bored easily. <laughs> <laughs> so it's moving from one place to another. Today you're thinking about the sun, the next time you think about the moon, and all of a sudden you think about the stars, then you're asking yourself, why don't snakes have hands or something like that? Like, it's a whole... Friend, how are we going to be able to beat their heads? <laughs> if they are hands. You know when you want to strike its head and it holds it head like, like, hey. Oh, it walks away. It's like, no, not today. <laughs> not today. Wow. And what more do we have to know about Jomboy? Jomboy loves art. The what? other thing is cooking. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what food are you cooking, John Boy? Basic. What is basic? You just it's basic cooking, but then you're interested in learning and failing. What are, what what have you mastered so far? It took me about three years to learn how to make chapatis. The right way to make chapatis. What is the right way? Like no, are you, like are you looking at shape? Shape. The shape doesn't matter. It's the test. And no, 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 no. <laughs> a chapati in the form of Uganda, map of Uganda. No, thank you. It's the test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. It's about the test. The shape too. The test matters. Have you ever you, had you, a round you samosa? I would love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I that would be a that. pie. Uh, Thinking of it, I feel like pies are just samosas uh, in a different uh, shape. <laughs> That's a lie. You keep telling lies to us. No, but chefs. like for chapatis, it took me around three years to learn the right way. Is it I consistently or was it just random? No, That's a like, long time. It's like after three years that I learned, it was something so simple. You had to 
let that dough rest after kneading. I would always knead, roll it in two balls and start frying and then they would always be hard. Yeah, I've I've made some some chapatis that are like, you know, breaking bread in church. But it's not Mine felt like a plate. <laughs> you spend all that time to make a plate. Nah. <laughs> nah. After that, so it got softer. You think you 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 sure it's just about letting the dough rest for it to be softer yeah, yeah. to give it time have, for reaction. Yeah, and like all you those let things. you let the gluten in it to form or relax eh? because if you do need it then then and you start frying like it will not have that. So you're a professional when it comes to making chapati. Is that not what you're pro. saying? Not a pro. I'll not call myself up because that sets you up for not learning more. <laughs> yeah, be like, ah, I'm good enough. So that in case someone has a new recipe, you're like, they don't trust I can you. Try it out. Okay. Yeah. So you leave room for improvement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What more is there about John Boy? John Boy, John Boy. He lives a lot in his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. You gossip, you're the people that gossip <laughs> on your own. You like, see that one now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, gossiping on my own. No, 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 no. <laughs> then he loves, he loves, he just loves humor. Oh Cracking my jokes, goodness, like. I can't keep, I can't keep up with you sometimes. I'm like, okay, no, that was not called for. Like the time when you're talking about things like, are you using a microphone <laughs> to record this audio note? I'm like, oh my God, what are you talking about? No, because there are some voices that are just perfect for a podcast. Oh. And the people who are hosting do not know the quality of the voices they are using. They do not know that people normally listen to you because the good content aside, mm -hmm. they go for the voice. They're like, it's the kind of voice I would want to look, listen to. Oh, yeah. So if you were to get a job as a radio host, you'll be like, she deserved it. They're saying radio doesn't pay. Hmm? There's no money. Shati people are broke. You know, Someone said people are broke in radio. Actually, <laughs> no, they are going depends. for free drinks because they work for radio stations. It depends. It depends on the impact you have, maybe. Because some people have those shows whereby you touch the souls of some people. Like, mm. your job is to comfort. Someone approaches you like, I listen to this and this and my life has changed. Not these things of, hey, we go party, what, what? No, 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 no. Yeah. There are those shows whereby someone listens to you and they're like, every time I want to sleep, I just tune into your show and I'm good to go. As a love of arts, how did you come to that place? Is it something that you always wanted to do growing up? Growing up, I think in primary, I always wanted to become a vet. I loved animals. Whoa! I loved animals. I didn't know such thing and when then I was at a the child. Time, ah, at the same time, it was a unique profession. Did you already know they were, they were ex in existence? Vets, yeah. Because me and my dad loved watching uh, National Geographic, stuff to do with animals, snakes, what National what. Geographic was there in primary? Yeah. Or more you come from a rich family, my no. friend. First we were watching access. UBC. No, we had access <laughs> oh, to DVDs. Do you know those DVDs they sell of animals? Let me say like... So you were buying DVDs? Yeah. No, they were not DVDs. They were like the, collections. You know, like collections. DVDs. They were in primary, they were tapes. Video tapes. You know, before that. DVD. DVD. It was came. after. It was after, like around my late primaries. That's oh, yeah? where. Yeah, that's where they were trained. And you were buying DVDs. Animals. My dad would get them because he loved animals and stuff. Wow. You have like a whole collection of videos to do documentaries about snakes, 
gorillas, sharks, like. Then from then I was like, is he doing that? Is his line of business with animals? No, he actually bakes cakes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. I think that's where my love for cooking came from. From him being the baker. Yeah, although the trigger for me going into cooking was my sis, my eldest sis, would leave me with the uh, with our niece the firstborn. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that is the kid. I provided everything, figure it out. She'll give us the basics. They're like, if you don't learn how to cook, the kid is going to starve. <laughs> so you have to step up. And from then on, at first it was a burden. I'm like, how many cups do you need to make rice? Like, why is it so complicated? Two cups, you need one cup. I'm like, no. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like, I became interested and I would thank her for that. Like she introduced me to cook. Oh, she got you the skills of surviving on your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. People have a problem. When I say people, I'm mostly addressing some men. I've had a conversation with some um, guys before and one of them was like I think one or two of them were like it's it would cause them a, some kind of embarrassment if they are found in the kitchen yet they have women in the house. That would be, I think that's, that's like, I don't know. It's a funny way to look look at it to them, I think. Maybe because they didn't see, they didn't grow up with a dad that would literally cook. My oh, dad yeah. would literally cook supper, would cook lunch, like, it was a normal thing. So it didn't feel like a gender role. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It feels like a survival skill, like, everyone should have. Yeah. So it wasn't really surpri- a surprising thing that dad was cooking? Mm, not really. Because he was exceptional at it. <laughs> was, it, was, it was it just, was, it, was he exceptional or was it because it was not an everyday thing for him to cook? It was not like an everyday thing, like maybe like for a man. But then when they do it and they are passionate and the way they do it is good, you're like, that's mind-blowing like i didn't know that they would be this interested <laughs> because yeah. i feel like when you when you made mention of how exceptional he is i i remembered my eldest brother because it was mom mostly cooking mm. so on the days when my eldest brother would cook i would praise the food from the first <laughs> spoon to the end i'm like ronnie like <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I don't know what mom would think in that moment, but I'd praise him from the first spoon to the very end. And I don't think I don't think he was cooking. And I can't tell now mm. because that time I was young. Of course, I don't think he was cooking better than mom. Mom would give me the food I would just eat. But if it was him, mm. oh, Ronnie. <laughs> I think for moms, if I draw, it's a mom doing it. It feels like a chore. Something they're supposed to do? Yeah, it does not feel like I'm passionate. Yeah? They know a certain way, like it becomes the norm, like beans do this and this. There's nothing, there's no twist added. <laughs> yeah. That's why when you find chefs that are guys and stuff like that, like their food tend to taste better than what? Is that so? what you are used to because like it they go from they have to go past the stereotype 
to be oh, able yeah. to learn. You need to impress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to. It becomes like a passion. Because you ask, you may ask something like, how do you do this? I just know. But when you ask a guy like, what do you do this? And they will go to the details of uh-huh, you putting uh-huh, this uh-huh. and this and this and this. Like, But with this one, be like, ah. Just put in the you just put in that. It just feels like uh, it's same it's the same thing with kids finding their fathers fun compared to the moms. Yeah, they actually spend more time with the mom. Oh they they spend more time with the mom and the mom is more of like Rose, do this, do that. Like they have a certain work kid is supposed to and be. And there is someone who's then, breaking the norms. Uh-huh, the dad comes in and is like, oh, Let's play. Let's play with the sofa or something. Let's Let me play. hold you upside down, uh-huh, like pillow fight, and like. Oh, <laughs> mom said, "Don't, don't do that." Yeah, the dad will be like, "Ah, let the kid go and touch the fire to find out." But like, no, don't hurt my baby. But like that one mistake will teach the kid that that's hot. Yeah. Hmm? So like, is that balance? So hey, dads are the fun ones. Moms, because moms do it because. It's like a default. They can't help it. They're like in autopilot. But for the guy, he comes in, the mom is already tired. Yeah. She, this one accurate, steals the mom's glory of. <laughs> You've spent all this time with that thing. You look tired. There's a reason for being tired. And then this one comes in. Daddy, daddy, daddy. And like... But you spent all that time with your mom. Eh? She has had an entire buffet of breast milk for you and you still can't notice that she did a lot compared to daddy there are two they may be vanilla this side it's okay that's a little strawberry and then when daddy comes in steals the thunder of the mom <laughs> that so is a fun you, one we have you as an artist we have seen you I think Facebook mostly experiences you in painting and the chibi. I don't know if chibi falls under the category of painting. Mm, but, uh, but I've seen you do, I don't know what that is. You call it doodling? Yeah, 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 doodling. The doodling that I experienced in S1 is not <laughs> what you're doing. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, they were uh, <laughs> that that felt like yeah, a free kind of doodling. It was, I think it was more of you're not really being yourself. Where? In as like senior one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not being more of yourself. Like, they start putting all these rules, add color, add what, what. It's, you're trying to impress. Trust me, to date, I to date, I don't understand what I was doing. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> they're trying to I make us. I don't remember the rules. Yeah, they're trying to make us loosen up at the same time. They felt like, you felt like there are certain ways supposed to do it. Once you attach marks to something because you're like why did this person get a hundred and i get I 80 I yet i was just up. expressing myself so when the when when now i'm going to take you back to your s1 because mm. it feels like you're very much in awareness of what's what's happening were they telling you that you were having a free expression of self it felt like that but at the same time it felt like you're trying to do it towards getting a better grade so it was more like yeah do something do what you all. want but make sure i like it <laughs> 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 that kind of like they're like you're free 
to do whatever you want but make sure you're in line with what i want so it doesn't make sense it, it it kills once you attach it's doodling you're expressing yourself why would they the moment they attach a mark to it you're now telling someone else that your freedom is not that impressive it to has, me oh you're right yeah. right right so like some would lose out on that interest later on they just drop the subject because it didn't feel free you know i had never thought about doodling until right now like the doodling that i experienced mm. in s1 and i was like wait what was that like put message telling us mix colors man you put here and then choose your colors i don't think they that actually come in and guide you i don't think through that your sense. own creation and like i don't think that made sense <laughs> just but the to. doodling i do right now yeah i try to do it in such a way that you show people that anyone can do it is there a particular complexity attached to doodling it's something that must an, an a simple person cannot do it's i think the complexity is how to be simple oh that's the complex bit because you would have someone do the doodle with just a white pen and i'm okay with that but to someone else I'd be like let me add a, a little bit of pink let me add a little bit of and now that kills the whole thing of simplicity hmm? yeah so like if i'm to do it in such a simple way it looks complex to you because i've eliminated so many things that would have crowded the thing so when you look at you like wow yet if you are to do the same thing you're going to put in you're going to use a pen you're going to use a marker but i've only used one pen and i'm good to go so that's what makes it look complex yet anyone can do it and you get anyone? better anyone anyone anyone, anyone. <laughs> it's not an artistic like Is by default so? by default we are artists Ooh. from a very very tender age Ooh. from a very tender didn't you use crayons as a kid I don't know about that. Drawing mommy, daddy, uh, like I'm, it was I'm like the sure, most but I had colors. I don't know if I had crayons, but I had colors. It was like the most basic way of expressing what we were thinking. Mm. When you leave the school bit aside, yeah, kids yeah, yeah, normally yeah. communicate through those artworks, those simple because like if you're to push anyone to continue with that every day, you look like as if you are talented. <laughs> That's why the talent <laughs> bit of your talented is a myth. <laughs> it's a myth. It's like <laughs> you look like you're talented. <laughs> yeah, no, every time I see it like you you're so talented. It's like someone is degrading the so hard are you work. So talented. How do I put in plenty of hard work <laughs> to get where I am? But talent talent doesn't mean that you're not putting in the work though. To no, to people that are not artists they see they see oh, it as a compliment they feel like it's automatic yeah. that you're supposed to do that is that what you feel no like? that's on the, the i don't think that's what they are trying to express but to the artist it feels like you are born good and yet if you're to think of it like if this person is really talented why is their artwork from 10 years ago different from their artwork right now like what causes that right yeah it's improvement but to someone like ah you're so good. it's like they use the talent bit of putting you on a pedestal without them putting in the hard work to become as good as you it's like 
an excuse they create to be like, ah, you're exception, I can't try what you're doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yet yeah. anyone, anyone can be good at art. Anyone. I don't believe that part of anyone. anyone. Trust <laughs> Let me. me. Tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I won't tell a person's name, mm. but I joined Senior 5 in a different school and we were figuring out who is doing what what mm. i think keeps playing me combination i keep saying course who is doing what course mm. or a ah, combination sorry and we had some people that joined the art class and this chick drew something i think they had told us to draw an imagination mm. <laughs> hey imaginary composition yeah and she literally drew stick woman like a bigger sticker version stick version mm. that possibly has not just one stick but like a kathai you can see a kathai oh like an like let me say like an obese stick figure maybe like you instead of drawing with branches you're using the entire tree <sighs> to draw that <laughs> I was defeated like I, I, I don't remember I think I laughed but, but I was like what are you doing <laughs> I couldn't find what she was doing like I was I couldn't believe she was in the art class because there was nothing you so that, that's why I'm I'm sort of not agreeing with you to the point to the thing of everyone is talented at some point she left I think she noticed that it wasn't meant for her. The class was not really a good thing for her, so she had to choose another subject. Because speaking of the talent bit, like you've seen that style of mine of Volongoto. Yeah. I created that I learned I created that technique to show other people that really art is usually what you make it. Mm-hmm. So when you say it is talent, it means you have a certain high expectation of what good art should be. So anyone that is trying or starting out will feel like nah, not good enough. Personally, I don't uh, feel so good enough when it comes to... I'm like when so I, your drawings. Yeah, you but... You posted some drawings. I am. Okay, I am an artist. I, I mm. keep telling people I am naturally an artist because that's mm. something I've been doing yeah. from childhood. But I don't practice. That is something that usually eats me up. Like mm. the guilt really grips grips me most times. But there are some works that you see and you're like, "Hey, I'm not an artist." <laughs> like yeah. you do not want to even offend the artist practicing. Like, yeah, uh-uh, no, I can't stand up and tell people that I'm an artist because I can't do what some other person does. On the pe- on the beat of you talking about the volongoto. I feel like it requires an artist to know how to do the volongoto as well. The the challenge with the volongoto is more so with an artist that can do the kind of things that people consider talented. The challenge with, with that is you have to ignore all the good things you know and think like a child. Is that possible? That's how the volongoto starts. You have to think like a child. That's why the Volongoto relates to people like when you look at it you can't tell this was done by an artist. It looks like a kid. Are you sure? It looks like a kid did this. Because you I see the way I draw the noses. It's not how I normally draw my noses. But I think I 
I don't know, maybe it's because I already know it's Jeff's work. Uh-huh, no, that's, that's, that's where our bias comes in. But if <laughs> someone else is to look at the thing and they're like, no, a kid normally draws like, like, the challenge with it is like, you have to ignore all that, you know, to think like a child. Like, you remember, I, I think... I, you, I don't think I would know how to think like a child. No, nah, that's where the challenge would come in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd know how to because think like a child. Because with that, you ignore the bit of, it has to look pretty. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you say that you're trying to go away from the best version of yourself that you're aware, well aware of. Yeah. Reminds me of... Um, uh, Johnny Drill, you one mm. time came to Facebook and he was like, I'm going to do a bad song because you guys don't think I can do a bad song. And friend, I think he forgot that he was doing a bad song. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious, Johnny Drill? <laughs> I think you forgot. Like it was a good bad song. <laughs> and then at the end he was like, I think now you can believe that. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> you, you failed to do the bad job. You failed to sing poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I feel like it's still something that is very easy to walk away from when it's an artist like those things that I don't understand I don't mm. know what the name is for that form of art however crooked a, uh, should I call it a composition however crooked a composition is you can still tell personally I can still tell that this is work of an artist oh you mean like uh, you're referring to abstract art yeah, abstract or whatever. That had has so some, patterns. You've talked about you wanting to have been a vet. How yeah. did you veer into art? The the I actually switched switched up. I actually selected the vet thing partly because it was a unique profession. No no other kid was mentioning it. <laughs> No other kid was mentioning because everyone is like, I want to be a doctor. Right. You're like a vet. I'm like, hmm? that's specific. It's under being a doctor, but you're specific. Yeah, a doctor for animals. Oh, yeah, and you feel cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would feel cool. Like, How long but did then, that last? How long did that dream last? It was, I think, around P2, P3. That's when. You already had that. Yeah, it was P1, P, P1, P2, that's what I wanted to be. <laughs> that's what I wanted to early. be like, yeah. Then and then you, what made you change your mind? I think you would start noticing that you'd be exceptional in class. <laughs> you you are drawn to every time it was time for like, let me say, bio, I mean like science class and stuff, you're drawing diagrams, you're so in, interested in the drawing bit. Like you, when you draw like other people can't, see why you are excited to draw those things and like ah for me just do this like you go the extra mile mm-hmm. and later on you'd have girls coming yeah help me draw help me draw, yeah, girls. Help me draw. Like, so the boys okay. wouldn't come to you ah no 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 boys would have their egos like what would that guy like, i'd rather fail uh, i'd rather have my freedom to fail <laughs> freedom to fail mm. then in s1 there's a guy i think he's called he was called um trying to remember the name was he a teacher or a fellow student a fellow student he was the house prefect our house prefect was in s6 i was in i was in s1 then it was mdd time for mdd and we were in the houses the house ah i've remembered the house he was called when baba zipo 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I think the reason I became an artist. Because that day, I remember he, you were like, before actually the, the MDD teacher came in and stuff, the guy drew Dexter on the blackboard from his head, like with chalk. It was the exact text. I was like, how do you do that? It's like, Dexter, Dexter. Wow. Yeah, yeah. From his head, the exact guy on the blackboard. And that was like, whoa, I want to do that. I want to do that. We became friends there and then. He was in a class higher than yours? He was in S6, I was in S1. Okay. And we became friends. I was actually one of the few people that would be allowed to go to the S6 wing because back then it was a no-go zone. I would mm-hmm. go there and inquire, how do you do this? And how? Ah. So it was always an arts consultation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just interested. Every time you'd see him somewhere, would be like, let me have a look. From then on, I was like, I want to be able to draw a cartoon from my head. Like, that was the goal. Wow. Said practicing, look at those cartoons in newspapers, try to copy how they are like. Keep on pushing, pushing. Then there was another one, his friend as well, he was called Danzi. Because mm-hmm. now I think he's working by NBS Marketing. Danzi Dijan. He was exceptional. Yeah. I think it was that he's like the best artist I've ever seen, like in physical form. <laughs> he was <laughs> too good. Form. Too good. No, most that I look up to are online, but like this guy was really, really good. Pastels, what imaginative poems, like it's like he would literally photograph the scene in and his he head it and in the way it is. Wow. He was that good. I went to his room because I think back then he would do posters for like the entertainment club for movies that are going to be shown during what? So he would create posters? No, he would, let me say like you copy, like you're going to watch Harry Potter, right. you go get the Harry Potter thing, copy it, then display it so people know like, eh, this is what I would, what, what we are going to watch. Ah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Like even your expression says it, you still believe. Like you still bow down. Like okay, that guy. Sometimes if I'm to meet him, if I were to meet him and I had like two hundred million on my account, I'll just be like, take it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like that's that's how much of an impact those two guys were on my in my life. So and as, then, that was you in senior one. Yeah, that was me in senior one. I, was, I wanted to be. A, I was like, I want to be an artist. Had you heard of any artists making money out of it? Because why I'm asking you this is because mm. uh, when we go to school, we're definitely looking for ways of making money as adults. Yeah, yeah. So when you talked about you wanting to be an artist, was it something that you had seen somewhere? Something that you felt like. I've seen an artist, therefore I can actually be an artist as well. I looked at it, not, I didn't look at the money side of things way back. I looked at that, that excitement of creating something from out of the blue mm-hmm. that drove me like, sit down, scribble a cartoon and like, put in color and like, all from my head. And then later on you go on learning different things and I was interested in the you know that calligraphy on birthday cards i was making money <laughs> on that hey these guys that want to write themselves about the messages uh, friend you give me a break <laughs> you're not doing things for free i'm doing things for exposure uh, <laughs> i actually actually was around s3 when i was really into the calligraphy stuff mm-hmm. 
then I would start making cards for my friends. Oh. Most of them actually were girls, like, and you know that excitement, like when you do a card and they're like, oh wow, like they start screaming and blah blah blah. You get a <laughs> car, you, you, yeah, you get like a hug. No, I was not what used to hugs. Uh, it was Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like you get a hug, and to me, hugs were strange. It was something new. So every time you'd, yeah, I think they didn't know what I was actually doing the cards to some extent. Now I'm confessing. <laughs> You're looking forward to that hug. <laughs> and you target those people that you think may give the best. <laughs> At the end of last month, we launched an online store for all of us to be able to access our podcast merchandise. The podcast is run on a freemium model, and that means that I do not charge you at all to have access to the podcast conversations. But because I have a few running costs and the goal to acquire a podcast studio, you can support the podcast by purchasing one or even all the merchandise available. Check out the show notes for the link to the store, and if your podcast does not show you the hyperlink, Check out our social media pages for the link to the store. Let's get back into the conversation. So you put in your time. You do. No, 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 no. Because it was a win-win. You get the hug. I get the hug. We're good to go. <laughs> We're good to go. And then, like, the cards kept on improving. They were so good. And the strange bit was, would still, there are cards. Eh. Imagine I've made a birthday card for you and someone steals it. It literally has everything to do with you. But because it's so pretty, someone steals it. What were you using to create these cards? Uh, every, I would be given pocket money. Like they started giving me money for shopping, like around S2. They would give you money for shopping, but then you have this dream of art that you have to find. You take off half of your shopping, you'd be like, I'm going to buy art supplies. No. I'll take half. I'll always buy paint, buy paper, buy calligraphy pens. Around S2, S3 there. And go with them to school to make those exceptional cards for my friends and stuff like that. And get hugs, imagine. Yeah, and later on, those hugs and the cards and the happiness <laughs> led to a business. Okay. Now people would be like, I would need a card for my friend. Ah. Time for sex for like exams there. You'd be the one making custom cards for friends. Mm, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So it's, it's that you didn't, you didn't picture a bit of making money, but then you create this thing out of love that you become good at it in to the extent of someone wants to pay you. Right. And then that starts. It reminds me of the first portrait I did. I was paid 5,000. I was like, wow. How old were you at that time? I think it was uh, S3. Maybe if people gave me money, I would have stayed an artist. It, no, it changes you. <laughs> I think. Even if it's just 1K. Personally, it felt like something I'm doing in my free time. I've, I've, I had, growing up, I had never looked at it as something that I could do as an adult. And no one even inspired me to do that. I didn't even Mm. see an adult do that, you know? So, even when it came to choice of, you know, subjects, people were alarmed, like, you're not doing art. 
I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Like, for me, it's not something to study. It's something I've been doing outside uh, class so I can still continue doing it. Mm-hmm. And I felt, recently, I felt extremely guilty. I think, must have been last year, I was at court and I saw a chick I studied with, I think, in S1 and S2. And her first question when she saw me, she was like, do you still draw? That was a slap in the face. I felt so guilty because already the guilt is eating me up. So, if I maybe if I was I was exposed to arts in the form of making money, maybe if someone asked me, I would say I wanted to be an artist. But ah man, there's no money coming out of it. Well, for me, like the the money thing was like a plus, mm-hmm. but then he just I just went into this tunnel vision of. I'm hearing so many people telling me that this won't work out. Why won't it work out? Were they out? telling you that? That's some relative eh? right. that would well, that literally told me there is no money in that. But I was like, oh yeah, that was after them asking that was what like, you wanted to be. Those ones in primary when they they literally told me that, but I was like, primary. Yeah, that was, I, was early. Like, I wanted to be an artist. Blah blah blah. Like around P seven, P six there. Mm-hmm. I want to be an artist. I want to do what, what. And then they throw that bomb on you. There is no money in this. <laughs> they try to bombard you with those ideas of what a successful life is. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, they wish the best for you, but then at some point, sometimes you have to let someone risk it all. Let them fail when they are in charge of those failures, other than succeeding when they owe that pressure to someone else. Like, it will not be fun. Like be like... Because yeah. mm? I have a friend two years into medical school, he quit. Two years into medical school? Yeah. He quit. Mm. The pressure was too much and he didn't feel like he belonged. He felt like he was trying to fulfill someone else's dream. Right, right. right and the moment right, he decided right. to do that, like he got backlash and all that, we are still on the path of him starting out and getting back all that lost time. Mm? Because to the parents, I think they felt like this is the holy grail. My son should be a doctor. Uh-huh. And they bombard you. They make you feel special as long as you are in line with their dreams. Yesterday, last night, <laughs> last night someone was, uh, I was at a poetry event and someone said that uh, it's interesting how some people become successful because of some other people's success. And then that's where we were starting to talk about things like Parents coming out saying, my daughter is a lawyer. <laughs> Instantly, they become successful because you're also successful. Uh. My daughter is a doctor. And then they can't come out and say, my son is an artist. Eh. Right side, I you like, yeah, yeah. What is that? <laughs> so like, wasn't there a moment where you felt like, maybe this is not the right thing? No. I've never been that focused in my life. What do you mean you've never been that focused? Like, people actually would be envious. They would be like, you know what you want. Even when I would flip, let me say like chemistry, you fail at you like, I know this may not work out. I know the end goal. I literally told my entire, was it, is it econom- economic stage? I was on my case. Like, yeah, you're failing. I'm like, I'm sorry. I may not be that good via exams. I may fail your subject, but I know. I'm going to be an artist. That's what I want. Wow. 
that's what i want i told him like every time they would come to class the class was full of artwork so you do the artwork and then pin it up i would always have artworks like works that you would want to put in an exhibition that class felt like an exhibition and would get lots of awards like uh, like those class things whereby they invest they check out and start rating classes my class was full of artworks i'll literally like let me say like over the weekends mm-hmm. on a friday because the next day i'm not going to have class that early it's actually optional i would stay in class drawing painting s5 s6 and i would if at all i'm to that is delay, serious i slept i would sleep on a desk because by then by the time you go back it's too late you ha- you find the boys end closed oh they would close that off yeah they would just close for security purposes so i would just end up like stay painting and it became so, such a routine that even the askaris themselves would respect my time while i'm up late they're like hey where is the hey we are your painting like wow it became like a norm like in the morning you you then after you go back to the dormitory and feel like yeah i've created something it was you, like, you were in school we used to call that banging winter have you heard of that word yeah i'll do it i'll do so it so you were banging winter for art yeah but i wouldn't do it for other things <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no, no. Uh, and morning preps morning preps were the worst because i had sinuses and i still have migraines to this day like most in the morning uh-huh. so that time i'll just sleep i'll just rest morning did you ever have some sort of family intervention the only intervention i got for and tell you man you know life is beyond art mm. you need to do something different ah I, i think my mom was looking out for me because at the time she was in the UK and blah 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 that then she had that bit of she's not sure but she believes in you because <laughs> she wants the best for you and she sees how happy and focused you are towards us so she would send me those expensive paints sketchbooks eh? but she was still doubting until that I started started making money and then she was like Shh. <laughs> He's on the path. He's on the <laughs> when path. You, when, <laughs> when did you start making money out of art? I started making it in I think it was ST through the cards. Oh. Through the cards. How much were you charging at that time? It was like around for a high end one it would be like 5000. Hey man, that's high. Yeah. And they were not ordinary cards. Yours cards were by open and things I in layers eh? like they pop up like I actually had to during holidays I would sit down and study how those things are created wow. and during those times where you get like a computer free you would run to the computer lab and while other people are playing so it and about GTA or what what you learn you're getting art tutorials no way that's what I would do that's no what I would do way holidays you have some extra money you would be you would go to the internet cafe just to learn wow. no one teaches you all that you learn how cards are made but right now the cheapest i could make a card for is 50000 a custom card it could be 50 what do is going to buy a card at 50000 i get i get them i serious i've yeah. never seen any of your your cards i i post i post them once in a while but then those are like 
they are they are rare cards mm-hmm. they are rare cards there are some people who value that compared to an ordinary card that's like let me say oh, five thousand those things are boring because this but i also is feel like people don't scratch. really understand the value of cards because there's a time when i told our okay she's more like a sister mm. but uh one time i think it was mom's birthday and she didn't have money and i was like just give her a card and she was alarmed like that is embarrassing how do you give an adult a card i'm like a card is a sentimental piece <laughs> but I don't think people really understand the value. And it's it means a lot more when the handwriting itself is by an actual human being, mm-hmm. other than those generic it words. It gives value, of, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It does give it more value. You've been running a should I call it a promotion? Yeah. What the, should I call it? This much you have been giving uh, offers, mm, if I may. Yeah. When it comes to creation of chibis. That's what I've just seen from you, man. I don't think I even care to to search if the one I learned really I learned that way back in S two thousand. My goodness! And I'm just hearing it for the first time. <laughs> it exactly means uh, it's a Japanese word to mean like um, it's like a deformed person, not deformed in a way of ugly. Um. It's like let me say like it's like a normal person with like a huge head, but with oh. childlike features. Ah. It's a like okay, like that whole aesthetic is something that looks like a child and cute. The our kind of art, like that art, like it's like oh, that's what well, that's what chibi is. It's synonymous to kawaii, another Japanese term. Uh-huh. Mm, but I learned from way back. I was on some site called Drago Art where they would show you step by step how to draw blah blah blah. Then there is actually I should have actually come with that sketchbook. It's one of the most important things in my life. It's my sketchbook from S1. Whoa! It's one of the things that I got. How many years ago is that? I'm not so sure. What do you mean you're not so sure? Uh, <laughs> counting you, back, it may be sounding, like. Why are you sounding like it's 20 years ago? <laughs> it, it feels like 20. It must be like 20. It can't be 20 yeah. years ago. Maybe like 20 or 15. But like the reason why. I that's like my most most important book is that every time someone looks at your work they're like wow you're so talented you bring out that book and they're like so your work look like this from yeah yeah i I think i would have wanted to have a look at it it's like my most prized possession it's of intrinsic value you can't attach value to it you know it like the best evidence of it's not talent there's no way someone will understand until they look at that oh sketchbook, eh? it is. It, it is, is hard. It until is when you look, it is possible for someone to grow, mm? to grow more into their talent. Mm. It is possible. I don't know why you're watering that down. Like, <laughs> it's it's the same thing with singing. Maybe mm. maybe it's now. Let me give you an example. Mm. I am talented, right? But much as I am talented, I am not practicing, right? So that's where the difference is. So you are talented and you are practicing and you are growing your artistic side of you so i think that's where the difference is so don't dismiss the bit of you but being talented I think, I think the talent is like an interest then the hard work is what makes you exceptional thank you so much uh, so but if you just praise someone in regards to just so you want us to start saying ah oh, you are hard working jeff mm-hmm. no like 
you're good at what you're doing like you've put in the hours like yes, talent the people who are better than me would not be like that's they're talented no <laughs> what i'm seeing is the 100 hours they have put in to be that good i'm not seeing the times when stuff was not working out i'm only seeing the end product then i'm like wow you're so good mm-hmm. but if you to look at that sketchbook from s1 it was actually those promo sketchbooks they give that have the school blah 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 like a normal textbook but when you look at that book you'd be like he's capable of drawing this funny funny it looks like a child playing around <laughs> and when i look at a book and i'm like what i can draw now i'm like yeah you're looking back at your growth I'm like it's hard work it's hard work <laughs> it's in your head it's hard work <laughs> have you had a moment where your mental health was compromised i think that's like the art, art side came in. Oh, yeah? Mm. Come on, we're looking at you from, like, what age are you doing art? I had to... Re- I, I realized that later on, that I think at some point my subconscious mind developed a love for art as an escape for, oh. like, the social awkwardness and not being able to feel like you belong. Like, you feel anxious to talk to people, then you find, like, the only way you can calm yourself down is through art it's through art looking back i'm like i don't have noticed that i may be like yeah i was interested but then looking at everything that has happened in my life you're like this felt like an escape oh yeah because while i'm doing this they would ignore that i'm not talking to them or i'm quiet they'd be like this guy is so good yeah like even sometimes some people around relatives actually will be like your son looks talking to my mom your son looks mean looks reserved he looks what and then when they see my artwork they're like oh okay let's talk how are you good i'm like i have so much time to myself that's why i have time to do all this like then after they start talking like oh he's interesting he just doesn't talk for the sake of well let's talk it's not for wasting time to have a goal like the conversation you're having here i would have it like forever because it's, <laughs> these are things you would want yourself. to talk about <laughs> no, like these are the kind of topics i like yeah. uh, having with people no those things over how was your day how is the sun mm? but you it, like this <laughs> how is the sun it is very hot but <laughs> What's the temperature? Do you like the humidity? Uh, you know, I'm embarrassed to say that. I'm, I still don't understand the word humidity. <laughs> humidity is like uh, the amount of moisture. So how do you say the moisture now? No, like the thing is the user. Is it, I think, is it a barometer? I'm not so sure. Barometer is for pressure, I pressure. think. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't know. We do not know. I agree. <laughs> I was going to say Stevenson's screen. <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand those things. <laughs> so there is no moment as uh, me asking you things like, what do you do to take care of your mental health? So it's just art? Uh, sometimes I have different art styles that help me cool off. Oh, they're different styles. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm not really feeling good, I may resort to chibis because... For chibis, it's all about color, making it cute. Mm. Uh, then also like having those multiple art forms. Eh? 
sometimes you get when you're not feeling fine you've been drawing portraits portraits you switch to something else maybe like volongoto then the other coming thing would be like calligraphy because calligraphy like you do not rush it you can't I know, sit I know, for like I know, hours I and know. you just your mind is going off but for the mental health it's it's on and off sometimes you're really down right you're really down and then the humor is like one of the biggest escapes for people who are not really fine because they know what it's like not to be okay and they would not want someone else to be in a similar situation so they would rather create that thing of everyone around can be happy and I'm okay with them being happy than them being in a similar state that's right so you're like say like Robin Williams that was really funny he was really funny but I don't think he did it because he really wanted he was like by default funny he was having his own issues but he didn't want other people to feel the same way so he's like let me offer these people what I'm struggling to get yeah I think it's powerful how you how you've put it because for some period of time I didn't <coughs> know why I was always finding myself in a position of not having people feeling felt left out in school but I think it's something that was coming right from my primary school I think about my days in primary school that is P4 to P7 and what was that you know so it sort of inf- makes sense why between s1 and s4 i was always looking out for who is quiet how about i have a conversation with them mm. and and there is a kid who was new in the school and she always blamed me for making her stuff but like i brought her out of her shell so the way when you say it like that that when sad people use humor to bring to serve the others meanwhile they are serving them yeah. from going deep down into the deeps of depression it does make sense then at the same time it's like a smoke smoke screen mm-hmm. like if everyone is happy around they're not going to come in and pose that awkward sta- statement of how are you feeling so you have to confess what you're feeling ouch so it's like make everyone happy around that they will not notice that you're not oh but that's dangerous no like it's like it's it's in that situation yeah it's dangerous but in that situation when someone is having mental issues sometimes they would want you to listen and not provide solutions because when you provide solution you try telling them you're i think you're stupid yeah you are in this situation like just put on a happy face So the people that tend to mask it of they're like having the right person to talk to me or to make me feel like I can talk about it mm-hmm. is hard. So let me just make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. Because the mental side of things like approaching like it's like the person is not in charge of who they are. Mm-hmm. It's like they're in airplane mode or something like that but then everything it's they're like delicate i don't know it's hard to explain because in that situation when, you want someone when, to when ask have you been when have you been delicate it happens often <laughs> it happens often what is the most recent when is the most recent you are delicate must have been like last year uh-huh. last year it was actually one of the toughest times 
because I worked I worked with I worked for some client for over two years I mean two months working on multiple murals and stuff like that and when stuff is all said and done the client starts acting funny and I made a loss of more than 10 M more than 10 M and in that situation you'd be the guy who'd go on social media and try to expose this person but I was like it's not really worth it you also take on the blame of at some point, I ignored all the red flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I ignored yeah. the part that you're supposed to sign a contract before you proceed. Uh, I ignored the part that why is this person ignoring you, denying you to write a contract? Like, because you are too excited. Wait, you were, you had asked for the contract and they dismissed the validity of. I I don't test? think they suggested it because I had never done a project that large. Uh-huh. And then when this person was contacted told me to go and work on the thing they presented themselves as you're working on one thing they call you like hey go to this place you're going to work on one mural then all of a sudden they start acting funny they're like hey you thought you're going to be here for one day there are multiple murals and then that message you have you had to it's hard to keep track of and you're in a foreign place you're not in kampala you're not what you're in a relying on this person too you're in prison yeah in short so like your stay there is funded by this person at the same time they have a say and when they want you to move to that place to go to somewhere else and they haven't yet paid your thing they'll be like i'm going to pay you and then they create that thing of you are slave to they own Mm -hmm. you and then i was like instead of running around and trying to be like you just Take on the bit of you take responsibility for your actions instead of always trying to be like, yeah, hey, he was the wrong person. Be like, I too ignored the red flags. I was oh, too excited, oh, 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 and you oh. try, you try to heal, but then that was a huge blow because this is someone you knew, someone you know. Like that's what hits us the most. <laughs> your your <laughs> friends, that is what your the professional. The he is trying to play you, and you're like, why? I've done everything like <laughs> as if we are not friends, like as if you are a high-end client. That's what I've delivered. Yeah. What was that moment like for you? It was tough. It felt like, I don't know, it felt like crap. Like the worst kind whereby literally have no evidence of scars, bruising, like there is no evidence that the pain is on the mind. There's no way going to be like, yeah? in a court of law, like, yeah, let's open his brain and see the scars to see what happened. Right. You just felt like, I felt stupid. You feel like you can't fight back. Like, it's too big. You didn't expect it came in so fast that you're like, what do I do? If you go to go to the police and report that, because be like, why did you continue with all this about all the unknown? Oh like, my goodness. Now, I know. Yeah. But this is someone I trusted. I did everything they wanted at the time they really wanted it. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the toughest, yeah, toughest times. How did you manage to come out of it? I made peace with myself. Like, I realized, like, instead of dwelling so much on the amount of money I lost, I instead turned that amount of money into the cost of that lesson. 
if the if it's a 10 if the lesson is worth 10 m that 10 m has saved you from making a loss worth 200 m that's right it's like a time when i went to visit some friend of mine and they gave me a deposit it was around 200 for for a, a painting uh -huh. i put it in my jacket pocket and that entire amount fell out no and ever since then i put my, all my money in a wallet i put it in a wallet that was the cost of that lesson imagine another time you put in one m and it all falls because you didn't learn from the other so like someone asked me like what was the most expensive lesson in your life i was like that 10 m yeah 10 m because like actually the second greatest after me choosing to drop out of what Makere. you dropped out yeah I dropped out. <laughs> what was the reason it was like at the time mom was struggling yeah to make ends meet and you know how mook can be you it was actually that day like friday and the next monday we are starting to do exams and the money hadn't yet been delivered and you know it takes like around a week for the money to reflect and they can't let in you in without a bank statement they can't wow so i was stuck there and i'm like i actually went and i talked to him like mom don't don't bother other kids will lie around mm. but i'm like let me be that one kid that will be like mom it's okay I appreciate the little you the, the most like what you've done so far but let the remaining amount be used for my brother to finish high school because i think he was in s5 around that time i was like uh, she was like but but i was like nah i'll make it i'll literally turn this failure into a push to become better than those people that literally graduated and got the certificates because you strive to be so good that they don't think about your documents. Thank you. They're like, you can't do that job. Why? Well, those who have the documents are like, I'll apply. I'll go tell them and I'm dedicated. Well, for you, just be like, they go to your profile and they're like, oh, so you do this and this and this and mm -hmm. this. And ever since then, no one has ever asked me for a document. And the other challenge is that parents don't know the quality of education we get rather at school they do not know all they know is that hey you're going to get the certificate but then i was the kind of person that was exposed to the internet and like my bow was those ends <laughs> but when i went to the art school i was like no <laughs> you know like wanting to drop out in orientation week yeah because you're looking around in the compound there are these sculptures because those sculptures are like what final students do like at the end of three years and i'm like at the end of three years if this is what you're putting out like i'm doomed <laughs> yeah. i'm doomed and i was not the kind of person that felt like let me study and get the certificate for that case without realizing that there is a price attached to this certificate mm. you don't just go and parents don't just pay for that sake this is their money right and if you're smart you'd rather walk away because for some people you need to go to the university to know that you do not need it while some people need to go there to realize that they need it right. in their career right 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 but i just had to have 
I lucky wanted that stain in my life to push me forward. Because if I had to go and graduate and what, I would feel entitled to a job without putting in the hard work. You're mm. like, I'm, emplo I'm unemployed, blah, blah, blah. But I graduate, I'm like, are you putting in the hard work? Mm. And after some lecture, wanted to pay for me to finish. But I was like, if you could use that money to maybe get me a laptop or get me something that can fund or maybe like supplies to do with my art. But I was like, nah, I wanted oh, yeah? to go and finish. I was like, that's how these guys were ingrained. This mm, is the system. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. But I was like, and from way back, like I had that rebellious kind of thing of, you're trying to fight the system. <laughs> You're trying to be like, yeah, let me prove a point to you guys. Yeah? <laughs> That's where actually the dreadlocks came in. Oh. Yeah, Cause like, once I did them, my grandma had issues. They were bringing in those by Bobby Chibichi, blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah. I was like, I was actually feeding off that. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for the segregation. You're actually giving me more reason to have this. Mm. Yeah? Because every time someone is like, I don't know. The art, art career, like, you lucky have to be rebellious because that's not a kind of career where everyone will support you. And it's worse when it comes to family. You'll be looked at as you're playing around. That's right. But when you go and work on a gig and you're getting 1.5 M for having done something for four hours, that's <laughs> four hours. So they start and someone get your face. They keep quiet <laughs> because we are used to this mindset of sitting in a cubicle, sitting in a what, get your monthly salary. In my head, I'm like, the people who make the most take risks. You're in a career whereby tomorrow's money is not guaranteed. That's right. It's not guaranteed. I'm always on my toes. <laughs> I'm always on my toes. Hmm? I'm always on my toes. It fluctuates, goes on and off, on and off. But it's way better because at least you're in charge. Mm. You're not a slave to some system. Because if, even if you're paid 500000 every month, like, you should tell me about that's little, but what are you going to do? You're stuck there. They make you feel like you can't create something on your own. What words would you want to leave for the listeners? They should follow their dreams regardless of what some people might say. Mm? Sometimes, yeah, parents for the most part wish us the best. Uh -huh. But for the most part, they're literally projecting their insecurities upon us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This person couldn't become a doctor. They want you <laughs> to be that doctor. And then when you become that doctor, they are proud that you became that doctor. Like as if it was your effort. <laughs> They're literally telling these people, I'm glad I'm a doctor through yeah. you. Uh, without necessarily saying it. Yeah? Without right. necessarily saying it. But then know that the way to the top, the people that are exceptional, you have to go past the rules. Right. For the people that want to get in touch with you and uh, possibly pay for your services, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, currently, I'm on uh, Facebook. Uh -huh. John Boy Jeff. It's the easiest. 
then from there you can switch to the whatsapp i have the instagram i have an instagram but then that's i've seen it's not very active it's i think too it it's was last active i don't know which month <laughs> it wasn't it's not updated the instagram side of things it feels like hard work the the, what, the it, instagram side of it feels like hard yeah, work it feels it feels like hard work it feels like hard work compared to facebook like their system requires you to be sharing work on mm -hmm. a daily and then at the same time it is hard to put a face to what who is doing what and it's like facebook is like the way people can relate to you like you're literally having connections with people in your country mm -hmm. and instagram is like this platform with over a billion good artists so by the time someone notices you like you're on the app 24 7 actually i have I've, i think i've gotten one commission from there someone interested in in whatever my work but then for the most part i was like let me just use it as a portfolio you just put in like the very best of work sites like a page someone can look at because like the other bits of what is expected you have to put reels you have to put like it feels like hard work <laughs> and you're not getting anything in return but there is a bit of monetization mm -hmm. i don't know they, how they, they do it there it's there but the challenge is it's for that top top thing is and by the time you become a top thing instagram is like your job it yeah. ceases and once you get followers like let me say 40k your art ceases to be yours every time you're under pressure without necessarily someone put it, to put out something way better than what so you're way better off having very few fo like few followers that know what you do mm -hmm. that stand by you other than having a majority of people that are just staring in very few people can contribute and then you're always under pressure to be on the app yeah 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 so in facebook is more like a community best kind of eh? it's like the real you you can share art whenever you feel like there is no pressure of oh you have to follow this and this and this and i've met so many people actually like because i like painting with gouache gouache paint it's like a watercolor but opaque i landed on some group and i started sharing my work there and this thing has so many people from around the world yeah and they, they would respond well to my work and there was that community aspect of you talk, you communicate, you make friends from that. Something that you will not find via Instagram. That's what I was going to say. Instagram is, <laughs> I don't know, it's I don't like, really understand oh, it. Oh, that looks nice. Walk I'm away. Love you guys. And you walk away. It's yeah. a place for the people that know how to slay, I think, mostly. Because you're actually <laughs> competing with you're competing with models and photographers who literally <laughs> can Thank you so much. create content every day. You're creating something from nothing. You can't be putting out something every day. What do you do when you're not feeling okay? Because every mm. piece you put out, you get drained. That's why some artists on those platforms could go off for like two years. And it comes back after some because it drains, it drains, it drains. Because it's like a machine they want to take and take and take. You just keep on giving until you're like... So it feels like you're in a casino. <laughs> You work hard, put in poster pic. The views are like those chips over. Eh? I've scored big. Eh? 
multiple like I've gotten four hundred. But I think that's how people. social media works generally yeah, yeah, yeah. at some point. It feels like, but I don't feel that pressure when it On comes Facebook. to Facebook. I can. I think Facebook is sort of built a community that can relate with you as yeah, a human yeah, yeah, being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond just an artist. So thank you so much for giving us your time. You must work. Do enjoy the rest of 2022. I don't Thanks know if well. you'll find more reason to come back to the podcast and share your knowledge. I have to. about the things that you've experienced <laughs> in life. I have to because you know, like I like having such conversations. They are rare. They are really rare to have. Yeah. Whereby you talk about where you started from, like, and the way it links with the mental health bit of it. More so when you're in a country or a society whereby the mental health is like ah, noble area. Talk, nah, nah. Yeah. But I think we're starting to embrace it slowly by slowly. Yeah, I'm glad for such podcasts because they are creating that awareness. Thank you for saying yes mm-hmm. to the invite. <laughs> you're most welcome. My takeaway from this episode is that you need to go past the rules for you to be exceptional. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Hashtag with Nabuguzi Chwanka. If you loved what you heard, make sure you subscribe to Hashtag with Nabuguzi Chwanka in your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends. Let them know that this is a podcast for every other person in the millennial age. Feel free to also share your insights about what connected with you on social media and be sure to tag us. We are at Hashtag with Nabuguzi Chwanka on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter. Our handle is at HTNK podcast. You can also reach us on our email, htnkpodcast at gmail.com. I really look forward to hearing from you. Until the next episode, make sure that you go past the rules.